That it was just gonna stop. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I don't know. Is it gonna stop? <laughs> nope. Definitely did not. Uh, welcome. This is, I believe, episode six. I labeled it as episode six, and I wasn't 100 sure, but I'm getting head shakes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, it is episode six, and you Why may notice that Michael Lanthrop is not with us tonight. He had some family <clears throat> matters to attend to. So we're throwing Mike's rule book out the window tonight. He kind of just left us here. <laughs> he left us here. <laughs> All just go ahead and, and throw what we can at the wall and see what sticks. Um, so we reached out. We got not only do we have Coach Saul in the building, not only do we have Jared Hansen in the building, we got Matt Rice coming back on for a second week. And we also got Rig Rocker. Uh, how you fellas doing tonight, man? How's your week been? Doing good. Busy Productive. week. Start hey, yeah. Beer. Start ASMR. <laughs> I don't have none of that. It's a screw time. <laughs> my week, I, I remember my drink tonight. So my week was phenomenal. Talk about <laughs> it. Phenomenal. About it. Phenomenal. I mean, let's just start. Let's just start. We had our district title game, the Atlantic Sharks. We went in there. We had to play. It was so we still have one more district game to play, but this is the team that was number one. And we went in there. First of all, it was pouring down rain. Let me play this out for y'all. My boys were absolutely locked in. I've never seen them so focused. And they wanted this win. We had a rain delay, a lightning delay. Everything was trying to prevent this game to start. But we ended up starting the game. And we went and we played. And we beat the ever-living snot out of them 27-0. District game. And they had just played the team we're going to play and they had beat them 44 to zero. So we beat them 27 zero. And let me tell you something, my defensive line, my defensive line accumulated about 11 sacks. Mm. Wow. Sacks. I'm talking about yes. Let's nice. go. Went crazy. They played, that. They played in y'all. Thank you. Yo, absolutely. Cheers to that. I mean, they played. <laughs> The quarterback had negative yards. I went back, looked at the stat line. Quarterback had like negative 18 yards. Um, the running back had 38 yards. We were dominant all up and down the field. And we were scared because their running back, it was a <clears throat> was a massive, massive. He was like a like a defensive lineman, D tackle running back that can run the ball, and we killed him. So uh, I'm so proud of my guys. Like 
be on the, you know, obviously we still got three games to finish. We still have to go in and beat Taylor, which is our next district game. Um, but again, Taylor lost to the team. We just beat 44 to zip. Um, it'll be another stat game for my guys for sure. And I mean, you know, my biggest goal here is just to get my guys an offer, you know, get these guys to play at yeah, another yeah, level, sure. get my guys to be able to go be something great in the world. And, um, and I believe in them. Um, 100%. so that was, that was that we went on the cruise, me and my wife, uh, first time vacation in 18 years of being together alone. And it was freaking awesome. We went on the Mardi Gras, Margaritaville, sorry, Margaritaville cruise, the Jimmy Buffett one. Mm. I've people, I had people from this side saying it was good. People from that side, it was bad. I had an absolute amazing time. If anybody wants to check it out, I have a TikTok account. I made a video of it. So, um, where was your port? Where where did you start at? Yeah, how far out so, of the ocean does that boat go? <laughs> so we went. It was in. They only take out of Panama City. I mean, sorry, Palm Beach. So it was a three-hour drive for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we drove down there. And then you leave and you go to the Bahamas. And we made it to the Bahamas and then we came back. So it was nice. They had like shows, they had all this stuff. So it was a, it was a good, it was a great weekend for me, especially coming from the weekend that I just had. I don't know if y'all remember the conversation we had, my car blowing up. Yeah. You know, all these issues that I had, it was just a nightmare to have this week where my boys came in. We dominated. We have clinched the district title. This will actually be the first time in school history that the Atlantic Sharks win district. And I don't remember from like a few weeks prior when JV went undefeated. That's the first time in school history that we went undefeated. And I was a head coach for JV. So we have a lot of firsts this year and creating a history and a culture for my for my young fellas. And I appreciate everybody saying let's go congratulations i really appreciate it it sounds like a lot of un, un uh, or uh, you know unprecedented uh you know things that have happened in your school you know, yeah awesome. definitely. definitely how's your week been jared you know uh just lots of week working of a, week of a lifetime just working i on my day off worked 11 and a half hours today which normally i don't do that but i'm going for this mortgage that i'm paying off on this condo um, so I'm just going hard, uh, working, you know, close to 60 or 60 hours a week right now. And, uh, I don't know when it'll stop, but we're going to be going to Orlando in a few weeks for EDC Orlando, uh, going to be doing a uh, Bush garden sea world as well. So I'll probably come back with uh, a review of those places, uh, for future ref- episodes, we're this ain't a this ain't a Sea World Bush Garden show, but uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, we, we'll talk about our lives. But yeah, no, I got that, and then I'm going to West Palm Beach for the first time November second. So never been in that area before. I was wanting to go there for Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, but the venue got taken down. You said Palm for, Beach, West Palm. Uh, it, it was. Del Rey Beach, not far from there, and uh, I was going to go there and see what that side is like, uh, you know, north of Fort Lauderdale and stuff, but um, we'll, you know, we'll see what it's like. I'll give you guys a review and uh, go from there, but it's, November's going to be busy for me, so, but a lot of working is, and I've been working six and seven days a week, so 
Uh, like, so I'm going hard on this until it's done. So, yep. That's, that's really it. rewarding in the end, though. Sure. Yeah. I got about 73 after this month, 73,000 to pay off. And I'm, well, I'm, I'm in the process right now trying to buy a house. So and if anybody's <laughs> trying to do the same thing in this day and age and this time, <clears throat> I got told, lot. yeah, I got told what my payments could be for some things. And I'm like, um, <laughs> like to get to where I was at, I had to work six days a week for four and a half years as a city bus driver in Denver. So they didn't have enough drivers. So we had to work one of our days off. Uh, we got to choose which one. And I just, that's where I started being more disciplined and, uh, you know, having goals, financial goals and going for them, saving my money when I, when I can. So, um, but that's it for me. It's been a good productive week for me. So, yeah. Thanks. That guys. always works. That always works. Matt, how you feeling, bro? How you been, my brother? Yes, sir. I've been feeling good. You know, I had a good weekend. Uh, saw a Led Zeppelin cover band over the weekend over in Inverness, Florida. Nice. Uh, about like an hour and a half uh, west of northwest of Orlando. Um, other than that, just been chilling. I passed my one of my first tests uh, for my uh, flight instructor rating. It flight instructor oh. instrument rating. Uh, oh, yes. Wow on uh friday so that was a big step so now i'm waiting for the actual uh faa check ride mm. um so that's about a four to six week wait right now just because the faa is short staff right now um i don't know if I, yeah I, I don't think i mentioned it last week uh for those you don't know i'm a, a current pilot in training i'm uh over training flight training over here in sanford florida uh just north of orlando and um yeah loving every moment of it and yeah so i've had other than that i had a good week um Got an interview on Thursday for my official flight instructor job at my school. So I'll be, if you guys want to learn how to fly, just uh, come pick yes, me up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm not into turbulence, so probably I'm going to refrain from that. <laughs> You're about to have my way crazy in the comments, bro. She just brought that up the other day. She's like, oh, I want to like swim with sharks. And I'm like, well, that's that's not the smartest idea. So she's like, oh, well, what if I just flew a plane? I'm, I'm like, I guess that's safer than swimming with sharks. I don't know. I don't know technically on paper how that works, but now that you say that, she's about to go crazy. <laughs> so what my boy Matt is pretty much telling me is that he's going to hook us up with tickets to fly. Oh, 100%. 100%, guys. Remember we're going to the whole season, bro. We're going the whole season. Oh, for sure. Dude, how was your week, brother? Oh, bro, my week was... Uh, it was cool that over the weekend, me and the wife, we did go, uh, we went to West Palm, right outside of West Palm, I think. And, uh, we went to, there's like a haunted attraction over there and I can't think of the name of it. Mm-hmm. I really can't think of the name of it, but it was, um, it was cool. They do it at like the fairgrounds there. And, uh, I get, I guess we went last year, but she was trying to remind me like, yeah, we went last year. I'm like, did we? She's like, yeah, you got pretty drunk and probably don't remember. And <laughs> that's exactly what happened. But as we got there, I'm like, oh, yeah, it started to come together. Uh, there was like five houses. One of the houses was really good, uh, but it wasn't quite as good as the one we went to in Tampa, where it's like you had to sign a waiver and I got put in a body bag and things like that. It was crazy. So it wasn't it wasn't quite as crazy, but it was still cool. It would have been one that I would have liked to take my son to to see if, if you know, what I mean, if he was all right with it. Um, but, yeah, man, it was cool. Flying you to the game, or oh, flying us to the games, right, Matt? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I got all of you guys. But yeah, it's uh, besides that, you obviously know how my Sunday went. I, I, it didn't go well. Ended in tears and poop. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed. But, uh, it's uh, 
I was impressed with PJ Walker getting a win against the 49ers, you know, so Indeed. that was, Indeed. that was impressive. I was, I didn't know if he could get another chance, you know, after his stint with the bears. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was nice to see yes, that. That was nice to see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, besides that, man, my week was basically the same, just working and doing what we can on the weekend to live a little bit. So, uh, um, that's how my week went, but we do have a special, special guest in the building tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Rig Rocker in the building. My What's brother, on, how brother? has your week been, sir? Man, it's been a week. I'm going to take this off because I know it's hard to hear me with this thing on. So. Do your thing, bro. Amen. Yep. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Can't drink with that thing on either. How <laughs> no, my week? Uh, it, it's... It's been an up and down roller coaster this week. Uh, you know everything going on with the talks of the merger and you know and all that. But uh, yeah, as far as work, I mean, just I work. I'm a manager, a uh, distribution center manager. So you know, I've got 17 guys under me right now that I got to keep babysit sometimes. Uh, no, but uh, other than that, I mean, it was a good weekend. Uh, my Buckeyes won Saturday, so I was happy with that. Um, and then, uh, one of the other super fans here in Houston, they, uh, got tickets to the, uh, Houston Texans New Orleans game. And I got to go to that. Of course, there's some Ohio state players that, that play for both of them, you know, CJ Stroud on, on the Texans and then got, uh, Olave and Thomas and a couple others that play on uh, New Orleans. So got to get field access where I got to get right down there. I mean, I was within 10 feet of some of them, so. That was pretty cool. Let's Got see. to see him win. I have a question yeah. for you. Um, what do you think of CJ Stroud so far? Because his first six games, I've noticed he's he has like nine touchdowns, one interception ratio right now. Yeah unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, I got got to see his first interception. That sucked. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, I I've told everybody like when they drafted him, I said, man, I said everybody here is like, man, I wish we'd have got Bryce Young. I said, I'm telling you. C.J. Stroud's your dude. You, you get a line to protect him, he will drop dimes all day. You know, I watched him two years at Ohio State, and when they played in the Rose Bowl against uh, Utah a couple years ago, I left here January 1st at 6.30 in the morning, flew out to California, went to the Rose Bowl, and flew back to Houston, was back in Houston January 2nd at 6.30 in the morning. So 24 mm-hmm. hours, I was out in California, watched the game, and come back. It, it's so. going to be interesting to see what Stroud does, um, because historically, <clears throat> Ohio State quarterbacks do not do good in the NFL. No, I yeah, I heard that. He's, he started off on a hot hand. He has started off on a hot hand. Now, let's see if he can keep it. I'm not trying to be like that guy, but I, I want to see him win because I I like the dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him like- so, yeah, like Troy Smith, when he got drafted after winning the Heisman, you know, he got that illness. He never got to play a game. So, yeah, you know, he was out of it. Um, you know, unfortunately, we had a couple others, you know, come along. You know, Dwayne Haskins, rest his soul, you know, didn't really get a chance. And uh, Justin Fields, he's – Justin Fields. Some, and, and some games he's showing out, and then other games he's just – I don't know. Yeah. Like, Most of the time he's running say, for his life, though. That's the problem. Yeah, but I mean – he he can he can do that though. He's I have, got the legs. Yeah. He can throw on the run. I mean, look at right. Patrick Mahomes. That bit 
that man, sorry, but I caught myself. I caught myself. You had it right the first time, though. You had it right the hey, first time. He can, he Just can run. Kermit. Right, Kermit, the frog, he can run. And you, I know y'all seen them passes that he can throw the ball yeah. almost tackled, and he's making a dime pass. So I get it, but, man, he's got it. He, they, they, they picked him up. He's the, their guy, and he is showing that maybe he's not. I don't know. The Justin Fields, I had him last year for fantasy, and I, I'm happy I picked him up at one time because he was getting, giving me 40 points for fantasy uh, right. for a number of weeks. But I'm, he's lost that right now. So, well, um, he, uh, Fields is out with a thumb injury. He got hurt oh, Sunday, okay. so he's out now. Uh, don't know if he's going to be back for a couple weeks. the The difference between all the other quarterbacks has come in from Ohio State and. Uh, difference between them and CJ Stroud is, and, and I love them all. You know, I'm a Buckeye. Haven't missed a game in 30 years. When I was in Orlando a couple weeks ago, I had my wife record it so I could watch it when I got home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I've watched a lot of Buckeye football. Um, CJ, he's just, he's smart. Yeah. He, yeah he, very smart. he don't, he, he's very football smart. He don't make a lot of mental errors. Yeah. And if he does, he learns from it and corrects it. I watched I watched one CJ Stroud game for college and it was against uh the Wolverines and he had some horrible interceptions. It was like a blow mm-hmm. it ended up being a blowout. Like I don't know if that was last year, yeah, but thanks for reminding me. I know it was last a whole, years. I was like, holy crud, this is horrible. Let's let's okay. not talk about interceptions right now, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> but CJ Stroud, that. they said I seen some statistic that he is one since like Dak Prescott's the only guy that for the first five starts in a rookie's uh, see, uh, season, first season, no interceptions. So he's in, yeah. in NFL history. So well, that's a good he, start. He uh, he broke the record for uh, most passes attempts without an interception. Uh, yeah, it was like that, one, I was like uh, it's like one ninety one. Yeah, well, he he broke it at one seventy seven, and he's oh, okay. coming on since then. That was uh, game four last. So, I mean, the kid's smart. He's smart and he's humble. For sure. Which that's something I really like about him too, is he just you know, he's very humble. And like who are their uh, who is his weapons right now? Because I don't even know much of, of them for the Texans for wide receivers. Uh, he's got uh oh god, what's his name? Who's your team, Brahma babe? I cannot remember. She's a Jags fan. Uh Jags fan, yeah. Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I was at oh. hey. Rama, I was literally at that game with all my coaches. Well, all the coaches on from my high school team, we were at that game watching it, and um, I was kind of happy because what's his name? Oh my god, the guy from Florida, Daytona. Oh my god, the receiver. Whatever. So you, it was like a, it was like a, it was a love loss kind of thing. We we got beat bad. I actually ended up buying a Jaguars hat. I'm gonna try and make it a point that any. NFL game that I go to, even if I don't root for the team, I'm going to buy a hat at that the NFL store. You know what I'm saying? It's whatever, unless it's a Green Bay Packers, because. <laughs> Man, I, w- I wouldn't wear nothing, Green Bay Pukers. Oh, God. No, <laughs> no cheese heads. Yeah, no. Nah. no. Hey, I have a question for you. Dope What's hat. That? Let me see. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just, you, know, you know, I got to finally meet you in person for the first time at the yeah. – um, at the showcase a couple weeks ago. What was your overall experience? What did you think of the whole process and uh, the whole day you got to spend together? Uh, 
I mean, the whole day, I mean, first I got to meet Deuce the night before and, you know, him and I hit it off right off the rip. And, then, you know, so, you know, and, it, and then come into the showcase and, and hang out with everybody. It, it was great, man. Uh, you know, the, we sat there and watched that. I got on another podcast from Jersey and uh, did that. But, you know, getting to see the players and, and, and see them just, just really show out, you know. There was a uh, – I can't remember his name right offhand, but with a sprained ankle, a sprained ankle, that man ran a 4-4 and jumped the triple jump 35 feet with a sprained doesn't ankle. That, doesn't that aggravate it more? That's crazy. Yeah, but it's just it's just amazing that he did that oh with a sprained gosh. ankle. <laughs> okay. So imagine if he was healthy. I mean – Good God! I remember, yeah, I remember that guy. I think he was like, I think I remember him saying he was like sixty-five percent of the way like healed. So I think he was like, yeah. he, they invited him to the San Diego one. So I think I believe it's happening this weekend. So yeah, I think it is. This weekend. Yeah. But but all in all, I mean, it was it was a great experience. You know, getting to hang out with all you guys. You know, and and, and then with Brahma Babe and Saj and Ballhawk, Ballhawk. What? <laughs> He's a blast. <laughs> uh, Dedicated. No, yes, very much so. He's a good dude. He's a good dude, though. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a lot of fun. I hated to leave. You know, I lived in Florida for five years, and my wife and I did before we moved to Texas. And we love Florida. You know, I, I like the Gulf Coast more, but mm-hmm. you know, that, that was my favorite side. But, uh, you know, just, just to be back in Florida again, it felt good. Um, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're back at it. You're welcome back anytime. I uh, appreciate that. Yeah, man, will come yeah, get you. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Just call Fly me out here. There's actually an airport like 15 minutes up the road from my house. So it's Perfect. just one of the little small ones. A lot of private jets go in there and stuff. So that's that's all I need. That's really all I need. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they got fuel and a, and a runway, that's all. That's all good. Yeah, they got both. Yeah, yeah, I want to I mean, let you guys know about something. I think you guys were very lucky to see those guys in action because last year, IMG Academy, I was looking at possibly going, and that thing was like a fortress from what I could see from like Google Maps and stuff, and everything was pri- private and, and you know not shown to the public, which to me was one of their mistakes. But uh, it was awesome that you guys were able to see it firsthand because you guys were probably the only I don't know about all the other showcases. They're probably mostly all private. And mm-hmm. see, for you guys to see it, some sort of action, that's, that's great for you guys to see that in person. Yeah, it was, it good, was man. Cool they let too, us right in there. Yeah, it was cool, too, because like when they took their break, you know, before they started their afternoon session, you know, we went back out, grabbed some pizzas and sat there and ate. And then once we got done, we still had a ton of pizza left over. We walked in, all of us walked in with a pizza in our hand, just walked up through the, the bleachers <laughs> where their family was and just offering people pizza and just feeding everybody there. So, you know, that was kind of fun to do. Um, you know, they were very appreciative of that. But felt good to do that for them. You know, they're sitting out there watching their their family out there trying to make it. And, you know, they don't want to get up and leave. They want to mm-hmm. sit there and support them. So it was nice to be able to do something like that for them and, you know, and hang out and, uh, one little girl played football, had her pink uniform on, come up to us, wanted to get a picture with us. And, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, she, she came up there, sat right down. She was ready for a picture. So, <laughs> good time. And then we hung out afterwards. Yeah, it was, it was dope. Wound up yeah, not going to sleep. I, I had to be at the airport at four in the morning. I was like, I ain't going to sleep. 
<laughs> I didn't even sleep on the plane. I, I tried to go to sleep when I was driving home, but I was like, yeah, I probably should wait till I get home. <laughs> but, oh, you know, 75, yeah, 80 great, mile an hour in my truck and start nodding off. I'm like, yeah, maybe it's <laughs> still got a half hour to go. Come on, man. Get it together. Uh, yeah, it was great, man. We're going to do it more often. Obviously, we have oh, a pilot yeah. now. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. now that we have a pilot, you know, <laughs> there we go. that's what I'm talking about. You all need to come hey. out to Houston and hang out. Yeah, you can, for sure. I need I need to go to the Houston uh, Space Center. Um, I went to Galveston. That was uh, that was cool. I, I didn't mind Galveston. I Couldn't do believe a lot how big the trips out there. Can't believe how big the your guys's uh, oil, uh, you know, your your whole oil industry is, and in, out of Houston, it's humongous. <laughs> yeah, the rigs and all that. I mean, it's pumping. <laughs> Yeah, they advertise it, bro. Right. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually debating whether or not to stay in Florida or actually move to Texas. Um, we that was a debate between with me and my wife. Not really a debate; it was just a discussion that we were considering it, just because they do pay coaches significantly, significantly more money, even at the assistant level. Up, they Texas appreciate it more in Texas. Yeah. I mean, but man, I just love Florida so much, dude. I, 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 you know, I do. Too. That's I, what I tell my wife, man. It's like she, she, like obviously, it's easier to live other places. It's just I don't want to really leave here, man. And like I will if I have to, but I don't want to leave here, man. Well, there she is commenting right away. Look, there we go. Immediately. I go to Galveston a lot and do a party boat out of there and go out. Uh, 12 hours on the boat and go red snapper fishing and um, there we go. maybe not this season but next season around this time I'm going to start booking my tuna trip which is a 36 hour trip oh, that's we'll what I want to catch tuna. Yeah. yeah that's exactly what I want to catch yeah. so I'm, I'm going to plan that for next season uh, tuna season next year that um, I go red snapper and they could take you out four hours you fish for four drive and ride back in for four then you get out there with no signal on your phone, can't see land nowhere. And That's a really I weird to, feeling. I, yeah, I have to carry two phones. I got my personal phone and my work phone. So to get out there and not have any signal, I'm like, yes, it's nice. I look at it and the signal drops off. I'm like, done. I just drop in the bag. <laughs> I don't need them no more. My wife is calling me up. <laughs> But it's because I just be talking reckless when I go fishing, bro. I never catch anything. But, like, my confidence is up here. So when I'm going and fishing off the pier, I'm like, she's like, oh, yeah, you're fishing? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to catch me a tuna. And then she like, she's like, you'll never catch a tuna right there. I'm like, you know what? I will catch a tuna right here. So now it's a thing. But I'm obviously never like, I was going to buy a tuna. from the Yeah, store. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to. You know how big tuna is, right? Like tuna I, I used to work with a guy in Florida. Tuna is like massive. They weigh hundreds of pounds, dude. They're not small. Like, uh, I worked with a guy in, in Florida. Uh, he was from Jamaica. And I asked him, I said, Moxie, I said, do you do any fishing? He goes, he always called me by my last name. He said, Letna, the only fishing I do is going to the store. <laughs> Fair enough. Even growing up in Jamaica, the man never fished. Wow! How can you live on an oh, island and not fish? That's crazy. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I think you like a lot day. of spear fishing. So I got, I got something to change up the pace here a little bit. I wanted to bring up about a poll. I don't know. 
I don't know if, um, Mr. Rocker, you've been to our stadium, but everybody knows Coach Saul loves his polls, right? So our poll for this week is going to definitely be about this whole renovation situation that we got going on. Do we renovate? Do we think that Camping World needs a renovation? Do we need to relocate the team or just keep it the same and stay at Camping World? So those those are my three takes. I think I am happy. I would be happy, in my opinion. I would be happy if we just stayed there. It doesn't really need a renovation, in my opinion. Um, we're good. Um, Did I hear rumors but, of of like them wanting a roof at one time or something? Which to that. me is too extreme. I think, but I yeah, I was hearing something like too that. much money that the that the city of Orlando will pay for. It, it does yeah, get hot. It, it does get hot in that. Hey, Unfortunately, hey, that's, supposed to, though. that's hey. part of playing in Florida, right? No, 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 no. Listen, it's I'm supposed to. You tell me, listen. I'm covered in paint. Listen. I listen. covered my pores. What? I think you, almost think died this thing, you think this thing I can breathe in? <laughs> listen, you know how hot <laughs> I'm sitting in that sun, and I got to wear something black because it's got to match that or something neon, right? Well, I'm a big guy, so I wore black most of the time because, you know, whatever. And wearing black, wearing the mask, and I'm just sitting there in the sun, and it's just like, boom, all day long. When we had the night game, that was the biggest blessing on the face of Earth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because I think what well, the home opener was, the home opener, I think I remember was. Like I know what it degrees. is. is the Brahmas yeah. game, if I'm, because yeah. I, I was attending it. Yeah, yep, it was the Brahmas game. It was like. Mid February, it was ninety two degrees out, and it was a three thirty game. It was all that. roasting. So, or, uh, or last how do y'all feel Vegas. about it? I mean, for me, I why well, I, I think this whole poll is going to end up being heavily one sided towards staying at Camping World because I think right. anybody that went and experienced the game there enjoyed it. I don't think you're going to have find many people that are like, oh, I think even though I have to drive super far to get there. Obviously, I could pick a better location where I wouldn't have to drive as far and be like, oh, it's more central. Like, let's say Okeechobee. It's more centralized. There's nothing to do there. There may be better reasons to put something there like that. But no, I've I've experienced an entire season of Camping World, and I think it was a great time. No matter what, we went through a losing season and had a blast because of oh, but, So here's, so our here's the question. So stay there, because I still want to stay there. But do you think it needs a renovation? For what? What are they going to do? Exactly. My wife said, "Make the beer cheaper." Cool. <laughs> well, the seats. I did. I didn't. Yeah, Easy no, fix. Seriously. Easy fix. Yeah, I did notice that throughout the season. Um, I don't know if y'all noticed it, but the chairs. Some of the chairs were breaking. Mm. Okay. Some of I the never chairs. Sat down. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, well, exactly. I never sat down. But I know, like, I know, like, because we were third row up in our section. And the the seat right in front of me, I remember the game where it broke. The dude, like, he had, like, jumped up and then, like, sat down real hard. And it, like, kind of mm-hmm. snapped forward. So it was, like, it was, like, leaning forward whenever he would sit. Um, And then I believe it happened, like, a couple rows behind us, kind of like the same situation. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what renovating would be. But I guess maybe because, like, if you look, like, where – people paid like the premium seats where like the clubhouse area was but mm-hmm. it was like that outdoor area it was just that underneath area little... no 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 it was like man 
where you can like bring a group of people and it was yeah, just it was right chairs. there like underneath the bleachers right like so it's like when we went in because there was a few times that they tried to sell us those and we were going to yeah. upgrade to them but yeah. we had a group of friends that we were I mean like i think um dylan was coming that day we'll probably have dylan on the show soon i think he was coming to meet us that day so we were like oh it, it would be too much to you know they're not there but we were i was going to because you're right there level with the field it was kind of a dope view and and i was kind of upset that i didn't take that that spot that one time but it is what it is. We'll is, probably try that next. Is time. that near the handicap uh, area? Or I know there was. Yeah, it's like I'm... underneath, and they had like catering the entire oh, time. No, you're, yeah, you're talking about something else. I'm talking about it's like, so you know, you got the first flight of seats, right? The big section, mm-hmm. and then you kind of had like that clubhouse. You know, like yeah, like the clubhouse that had like air conditioning, but there's like nothing inside. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, it had like air conditioning, but in front of that. They had like these little boxed sections like this big where you can fit like five chairs. I, I know what you're talking I know what you're talking right. about. Right. And that's like and that was like considered like premium seating. Right. Like mm-hmm. for like groups and stuff, but it kind of sucked because you weren't in the shade and you I mean, maybe I could see them trying to renovating that to try and upsell that a little bit more, but outside of that, maybe the chairs, so I don't know. Well, I think like I you know they're they're opening the they're opening the other side they're opening the home side of the stadiums for the, obviously with the shade Gosh. with the uh, more seating try to hopefully get more people in the stands but I think that's kind of an upgrade too but to throw in, throw in another point that you brought up with the seat breaking um, you know it doesn't it only gets used a couple times a year so I think you know the sun has to do a lot with the cooking the seats it's kind of a cheap plastic so right. I feel like you know it kind of damages the seats a little more. So I don't know if, you know, it just go the easy route and just replace all the seats with, you know, a little better material. Um, I, th- I don't think adding like bleacher seating completely like they have in the upper, upper tiers of the stadium that they don't open. I don't think that's a good idea. I think having the chairs there is a more, you know, convincing, you know, way to sell the stadium. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so. So definitely. I think, I think so. Brahma Babe says stay at CW only with all the, uh, even with all the, only with all the craziness happening. I don't know what that means. Stay at CW. I'm assuming it meant with, even with all the craziness the happening. Yeah, stay and do a little change until you can have numbers, and I totally agree with that. Uh, but you I, should I, stay. Take your neon duct tape with you. I'll duct tape to every game for wardrobe malfunctions. <laughs> I think she's talking about probably the area. I know that's probably a lot of people's issue with Camping World. It's not in a favorable part of town. But I mean, if you really think about it, man, you're you're interacting with outside ten minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're driving or getting stuck in traffic, leaving the game. Outside of that, I mean, you're inside, and, and that's not affecting me at all. You honestly. can take a bus no. if you want to. Also, there's right. I forget that's what true. the number was. It takes you right off there, off the main road on Orange Blossom or whatever. Orange Blossom, yeah. I can't. I yeah. think it was. Rail. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong bus route, but yeah. Yeah. You can research I, it. I never got it. it. I didn't get a chance to go to anything there in Camping World last year, but I did watch you guys. You know, when I'm, after our games and stuff, I'd watch, you know, if you guys were on when I got home or if you guys were on before we went, of course, when we played you guys. Um, you know, I didn't see anything wrong with the stadium. Uh, I, th- I mean, I really, I, th- I thought it was one of the better stadiums. I did too. I would have put it in the top three or four. I think yeah, most people I agree with that totally. Yeah, yeah, because I. What are you putting ahead of that? You're putting Seattle at one, obviously. Yeah, and then um, I guess San Antonio, number two. Yeah, 
Yeah, San Antonio Alamo Drum was pretty pretty cool. I'm hearing yeah. St. Louis's field ain't that great or something. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought it was here it's and there. Just, it's dusty, as they say. <laughs> well, and I, you know, you can also debate too that uh, Audi Field in DC. You know, as as I mentioned last yeah. year, you know, I was I was a former DC Defenders fan. Audi Field's, like, I think it's a perfect size for. Uh, yeah, I think DC is a good type. Yeah, yeah so. I think DC is good. And I I want to propose. Um, I know it's not going to work with the scheduling, but the MLS, you know, Orlando City uh, Soccer Club is not is like really close to Camping World. And I've seen it from the outside, and it looks like a beautiful venue. And it would be smaller, of course, than Camping World. But with the, with MLS, it's it's probably never going to happen. But but Camping World is a good choice. There's no, you know, they must have got a good deal. So, so I think yeah. I think last show Mike had mentioned something about you know the XFL reaching out to I think it was the Bounce House first, and then Explorer Stadium where the Orlando City plays. I think it was just all really about money and the contract and who could you know give us the cheapest option. So. I guess that's another thing that has to do with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bounce house would be awesome. I agree. And, I, and, and it'll load us up with fans. Too. Exactly. Because what college kid isn't going to want to go to a cheap football game? Exactly. You know, it would be an awesome, awesome. Um, uh, bounce house, you mean UCF? UCF, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What I thought. Okay. See, that's how it kind of started out with uh, me and my brother this past season. Very first game of the season, they talked about it on the news and told my wife, man, I'd love to go to one of those games, just check it out. You know, just it's football. Foot, you know, Super Bowl was done. I'm like, I, just, I want football. And she's like, then go. So we found tickets, went to it, and got hooked. Man, we come home, we talked about it. We're like, a couple more games this year. we got to do a couple more. We wound up doing all of them. And then we went to San Antonio, and then we even went to back to San Antonio to uh, be there for the championship game. So, yeah. you know, it just got it. Just I got hooked on it. I, I absolutely love spring ball. Alamo Dome is a great venue. It was beautiful going it is. there. It was very good. Yep. I enjoyed it a lot. Yep. Definitely. Hey, growing up as a kid, you know, watching like uh, NCAA tournaments there and stuff like that. You know, I always wanted to check it out, see what it was like. They finally got to do it. And like. Yeah, so I was like, you know, I finally got to do it, and I was like, yeah, I'm hooked there. Uh, plus, man, you walk in, my brother, we walked in the first game. It was Easter Sunday, and we walk in to check it out. People are just starting to get in there. We went down, checked our seats, and my brother stands up at the top of the steps, and he goes, let's go rough that. Screamed it, and it echoed through hmm. the whole place. It <laughs> echoed through the whole place. I'm like, God. Yeah, I feel like at times I had obnoxious fandom. I know Matt heard me a few times just oh yeah doing no wild thing. nonsense. <laughs> it was obnoxious. It's, I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> and, and, you know, Deuce, you heard me too. You know, I was slapping on the sides of the thing right there, and it was oh like, yeah, we were going crazy. Oh, That's I why I loved being in that end zone. Like I felt like we were protecting it, bro. You know what we did? We legitimately. Uh, I was like, I was like pointing over there. I was like, you guys listen to the, these obnoxious idiots. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know them. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these guys? Now, hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I sat right there where the refs entered, right, right mm. where the refs when they were to go take their break, and I'd be like, and I would be like, hey, you guys are fucking blind out here. And I would be cussing at them. I gave them the hardest time when they would be walking in there, and I'd have my printer mask on so they couldn't see me. Oh, that's hilarious. I would be like, what the? Are y'all watching? What are y'all watching? I would get 
them Imagine so they watch this back dude. and they know exactly <laughs> what it was. <laughs> I was giving them so much junk, dude, during the games, man. You know, it was great. It was great. Uh, I thought for have- sure they were going to, like, try and throw me out, but, you know, they didn't. Thank God. Mm-hmm. We had some pretty cool fans at uh, the Houston games. Like, we had one guy, um, he would take his leg off in the end zone and just hold it up in the air. <laughs> What? I remember. No, I remember. He got shown on TV at least once or twice. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like, he'd be down there. He just pop his leg off and just hold it near. And then uh, there was times. I guess I, I didn't see it, but I guess there was times that, like, when we would score or something, they'd pour a beer in it, drink a beer out of it. Oh, yeah. Giving his buddies. I'm like, that's oh, sick. I just literally, I didn't want to drink the beer out of it. I just wanted to go down and hang it. And he passed his leg down to other people so they could hold it near. Yeah. He's, he's sitting on the wall oh, and his legs five or six people down and they got what in the air. What's going on in Houston, man? <laughs> Only Houston. There's some Trump. stuff going on. Drama oh. babe with a, with a corny dad joke. He's got uh, a leg up over all the other team. <laughs> <laughs> he'd sit down there and the refs would make bad calls and he'd start screaming I'm blind, I'm deaf, I want to be a ref <laughs> just get everybody in that section shit. it was it was a good time I, I told my brother I said we, we got a party with this guy oh that's hilarious <laughs> uh, speaking of the Houston Roughnecks I, I, we know you posted um, earlier today Rig you want to go more into that bro and let us know what's going on man yeah, so, I mean, I, I just went on there, uh, made a post to the USFL and the XFL, you know, just explaining that. I mean, it, we want to keep our roughnecks, man. We don't, you know, we build a fan base. I mean, last season we had almost 12,000 people on, on average. You know, they bring in the gamblers, I man. They haven't been here since mid-80s. It's Who is the celebrity? Who's the celebrity that owned the Gamblers or something? I heard something about Burt Reynolds. Maybe that was a different team, but I, I have no clue about that. From the eighties, like, when people talk about the Gamblers, the only player they can bring up Jim Kelly. Um, That's the only one they can bring up. I love. If I was a Jews, just name wise, it's Roughnecks, hundred percent, all day. That's badass name, but badass yeah, name, and, and you know, it, it's. They've already built a fan base here, man. And, and that's what I was saying in my post. I said, you know, we were almost 12,000 strong, you know, for every home game. On a, our average was 11,768. You know, and Warren we built a fan base. And it, was it Warren Moon? What's that? Warren Moon on the Gamblers? I don't know about that one. He was in the oh, CFL. Oh, no. He was in the CFL but, for a long time. But, uh, you know, and I just said, you know, we, the Roughnecks have, have built not just a friendship around the league, you know, like, it's more of a family, you know, mm-hmm. it's not just in the Roughnecks fans, but, you know, throughout the whole league, you know, Deuce and Matt and, you know, Ballhawk, Brahma Babe, you know, we're just like one big family. And to take that away, man, it's just, it's heartbreaking. And uh, so, you know, we're, I'm just, trying to make as much noise as I can and, you know, without, you know, getting too, as you called it, obnoxious, being the obnoxious no, fan. You, you, you have every right to be obnoxious at this point because it's, it's kind so, of it's ridiculous. Sorry, I, was just, I was just reading something, my bad, and I, I 
I'll get a multitasking. So are they talking? I don't know if you brought this up. Are they talking about getting rid of the rough mics? That's been the, that's been the talk um, and replacing them with the uh, gamblers. Yeah, that's a that's a rumor kind of uh, that's been going. You know, yeah, that that was supposedly if we were ha- if we had to drop teams, they were basically at the bottom of the totem pole. Them and and obviously us Vegas. in Vegas. Why? But that's because Why obviously the there's. Picks? I mean, you have you have, we have three Texas teams. They gotta make a compromise. Right they got they can't have two immediately. Houston. Come on, bro. Hey, outside of the, outside of bleed outside of the bleed green uh, neon green, baby. That 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 roughnecks uniform was so damn clean. I was so like, damn funny. I love the freaking helmets. I love the blue. I love how the red faded into the blue, like with the yeah. with the numbers. Like, come on, yeah, that that come on, man. Yeah. The only reason the, the only reason I would see they would be getting rid of the Roughnecks is because obviously one you know XFL is based in Arlington so you can't really get rid of Arlington right there so that's kind of your number one number two San Antonio is your host for the for the championship so I guess you know that leaves Houston out but you know I, I think you mentioned one of you mentioned it earlier you know Texas is football is the you know face of football in America here so. Well, and, and they would still, getting rid of the Roughnecks, they're still going to have three Texas teams. You know, yeah. they're going to it'd be the gamblers. Why not? We've got it. You know, the Houston Roughnecks have built a fan base. They yeah. was here last year. The gamblers haven't been here since the mid-'80s. Yeah. They don't have a fan base. Now's the time to put them somewhere else and start a new fan base, a new team in a new city. And leave the Roughnecks where they're at. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that they're thinking that the fan base will just wash over into the gamblers, mm-hmm. which they they're super super miscon. They really got that confused because that's we got not a, what's going to happen. Oh, now what we they got might a guy do, that has we got a guy what, what that I, has I, ten season tickets, and he's already said. I mean, he's bought t- ten tickets for season tickets, and he brings his family, lets his family sit in the area. He buys all the seats right around his seats. And he's already said he's he probably will not renew if they get rid of the roughnecks. These 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 chicks, they're do, they're yeah, they're doing bad jokes, <laughs> going all crazy. You're killing me, bro. Oh man. <laughs> and that's the other thing. I have said that too. We there's no casinos around here, right? Yeah. How, how how can you come in and call yourself the gamblers? Not only we that, can, gambling look, is an listen. addiction. We can. <laughs> I don't condone it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we can, we can you know, all. We can all agree right now. We can all agree. No offense if there's any uh, Vegas fans, but you can do away with them because that was a shitty ass venue. That was a terrible venue. Jerry Cardinal. Jersey's heart just broke. Okay, but, but but to defend them on that, coach, uh, they put that place together in four weeks before the season started. So and you I mean. Can tell. <laughs> but to be able to, to be able to do that, yeah. But to be able to do that, be able to put a team out there, you know that that was pretty impressive. You know, to be able and to yeah, we still actually lost. get we still, it ready. We still lost to them, though. <laughs> hey, we don't need to talk about that. I oh, know we don't need. <laughs> hey, you all did something nobody else in the league could do. Yeah, we Suck beat DC. Exactly. See, the thing is, though, if, if Vegas goes, Jersey just becomes an Orlando fan. That's it. There yeah, we I was go. gonna. So I was gonna easy, lure him in. Easy. Hey, you're one of us, dude. They've been <laughs> bad mouthing Vegas and Orlando together. So just come to the good side here, you know. So. 
I, I got a I got a funny story about uh, just just DC game. Your guys DC game. Uh, I went to the championship game. Got there the night before, and we all met up at this uh, brewery there, and was hanging out with Dirty and, and Amanda and Daddy Ed, and a bunch of super fans were there. Captain Obvious was there. Yeah, and it was hilarious. He he stand there, and he, of course he starts talking smack, you know, about their their season. I said. Uh, He's like, you know, <laughs> he, he stands there and he, he crosses his arms and he goes, we only had one loss all season long. I said, but that one loss came to a team that only had one win. Easy. And they got it against you guys. And he yeah. literally stood there and he goes, damn it, I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get an embrace of neon for that, please? But, yeah, exactly. like we said, man, we had our guys played ball. They didn't play ball off the rip. It took them time, but we they started playing ball, and the and the games were close, bro. The games were super close. They got crazy. We, we got really, really you know, interesting. And honestly, it was after it was our second game. After our second game uh, with you guys there in Orlando, after that, I just gradually seen you guys improving. Every week, just improving. And I knew you guys wasn't going to go all season without a win. Did I expect you to beat DC? I'll be honest. Hell no, no. <laughs> None of us. I think there. I think there were like Buddy. what, like a like a fourteen point favorite or something like that. Yeah, something. It, it was something crazy. But I I did expect you guys to to win at least one or two games. You know, I didn't because you guys were just making it competitive the rest of the season. We should have beat our Arlington. We should have yeah. beat Arlington. Yes. Yeah, twice, but twice. When, when you guys, yeah. when you guys beat DC, I literally sat there. And I, I missed. I thought game, it was a turning point. I thought it was a turning oh. point. For it us. felt so good leaving the stadium and that we, night. And we, it and felt we went so into, good. we went into detail. Like the first few episodes, we talked about stats. And our team, when you go to look at it, we're not a last place team. Yeah, we're not a team that deserved to only win one game. But we, we all love you too, Jersey. But we, but we dropped boy. so many games. We we would play to the level of the team that we were facing, and we would never be able to overcome them, even though we were better. Because what was it? I mean, we averaged in passing, rushing, touchdowns. We were like second in all those categories. Not second. I'm sorry. We were like top three, top four in all those categories. But then you went to look at our defense. <laughs> Secondary so was atrocious. So bad. <laughs> Went to that Brahmas so game. Bad. They were ripping us to. They were killing us. Freaking at the Brahmas for the home home opener, and they were like trying to cheer us on. They were doing the tequila song. Uh, everyone have a good time, even though we were like completely done. <laughs> even the Houston, even the Houston game, the second game, the home game, we were just getting torn to pieces. Houston killed us. Yep. Oh, yeah, I game. was like my what, favorite 40, play 16. of the season. My favorite play of the season came in that game. Was that the double forward? Only time, the only time it happened all season long, the double forward pass. And it's funny because oh, yeah, we were sitting well. here watching it, and I've got a, a room just done up all Ohio State. I mean, I painted it scarlet and gray. All my Ohio State stuff's in there. And I just happened to tell my brother literally right before that play. I said, you know, Kirkland used to be a quarterback in LSU. He said, did he? I said, oh, yeah. I said, he, he played quarterback there. The very next play was the double forward pass. I said, spoken into existence. 
<laughs> Your offensive coordinator was like the best in the league, in my opinion. Until Kirkland went down. Yeah, I couldn't believe the drastic, you know, dive you guys had after he went down. He, for, he forgot how to to coach after that. I thought you guys had depth at wide receiver, like you know, but it wasn't so I much met, depth. I mean, we had some good good receivers, but you know, yeah, wasn't nothing like some of the other ones out there. But once Kirkland went down, man, our whole offensive scheme changed. And I thought it, it just seemed like you couldn't figure it out. After you guys were four and zero, I thought you guys were going right to the championship against DC. That's what I felt. Yeah, Seattle messed that up. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I thought. Seattle messed that up. You know, especially I've only really thought that because the chemistry. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's the game that Kirkland got hurt too. Was uh, our first loss? Was it in Seattle? Was what's that? I said, was it in Seattle or was it in Houston? Uh, Seattle. Okay. Because our first four games were at home. And then we oh, went on a road trip. We went to uh, uh, Seattle, uh, D.C., and Orlando, and then we come back home. But uh, when Kirkland went down, it just – and they just couldn't figure out an offensive scheme to save their lives. And you could see it all the rest of the season. You know, they would start clicking and then forget. And it's like they just couldn't get a good rhythm and stay with it. And it, I, my honest opinion, uh, if they would have started uh, Cole McDonald at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. from from game one, I think it, I think I truly feel like we would have been in the championship game because you know he he had that dual threat. He could run the ball and he could throw yeah. the ball. I've know? seen the highlights. And, yeah, probably brought it, up a really good point too. And do y'all think if the Roughnecks had gone and won the chip? Uh, would they have been enough to keep that? Would that have been enough to keep them over the gamblers? Hundred percent. And I don't yeah, think you would have been able to get rid of them at that point. Yeah, 100%. I, I it, they would have stayed. That's your ticket to stay, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. even to be and in the championship means, game, I believe, is your ticket to stay. Yeah, I, unfortunately, that that just just solidifies it for Arlington. You know, they're they're going to be here next year. <laughs> We've we seen the difference when Luis Perez came in against Orlando. That was his game opening, you know, with the, the Arlington Renegades. I was just stunned with how he's a monster, how drastic they improved. I'm like, dang, this, we, we, we were, we just, we, you know, that game was like nine to 13 with Kyle Sloter, that horrible game we had to watch, or I seen the highlights for and watch the whole mm-hmm. thing. And then Luis Perez just changed the whole thing, the whole dynamic. It was insane. So it came out of nowhere. Dude. Yeah, if, if the Roughnecks, if the Roughnecks carried the momentum that they had all season long into the thing, and then they win it all, you cannot remove that team from exactly. where they are. You cannot. And even to me, my opinion, me opinion, my opinion, you can't take them out regardless because how they well were they so they yeah exactly they weren't a bad team. They played I mean, amazing football. I would have thought we were in more jeopardy. COVID's what took it out for us in 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we was five and zero when COVID shut everything down. And, they were, you know, so they were looking undefeated, mm-hmm. right? We were we were five and zero, and then we started the season four and zero this past season. So I mean, they got a strong team. You know, it's just they got to give us a chance, man. They can't take it from us. Yeah, but I, and I wish the owner it's looking that way. 
I wish the transparency with the ownership would be, you know, telling the fans what's going on, but I know now they probably have a non-disclosure agreement or whatever. I just, I just, here's my thing on that. I just want honesty. Right. Yeah. They dropped this this nugget on us and it's been how many weeks now and nothing else has come from it. And then all we're getting is rumor mill, rumor mill, rumor mill, some factual things, some little things here and there. We know that they're merging. We know, well, they want to merge. They know, we know that there's going to be possibly a name change, which is another topic we didn't get a chance to talk about today. But I think it's just to say is the XFL. I love the XFL logo. I love how simple and plain it is. I I do think, so we know about the trademark, right? So we know that they're, they're looking for UFL, right? But do you think they're they're going to do XFL division and USFL division? Because I think no, at the end of the day that would that would make sense. That's what would make sense. I hope they but do. I, you don't think they do that? I for the sake of their new league, they better do XFL. And that USFL. could that could actually create a lot of that could bring a lot of people into watching it, knowing that there's some type of underlying drama between the two. Yeah. So like fan wise. Obviously, it would be a absolute war. So here, they're just gonna, they're just gonna, they're just gonna split it up, right? North, south, east, whatever. However many teams, because that's another thing. We still don't even know how many, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. We still don't even know how many teams are gonna, how many teams are getting axed and how many teams are getting kept. So, hypothetically speaking, let's say they keep all their damn teams, right? And they bring everybody. Let's just say hypothetically, and there's seven teams in Texas. <laughs> um, but let's just say hypothetically speaking, they keep all these teams and they keep everybody in there, right? They got to keep – they have to split these things up. And then I don't think if they go USFL and they do XFL, it'll create a divide more than it would create – it would be cool, but I think it would create a divide. And they want to unify it and they want to make it one league. So here, here's here's what I've said all along since they started talking this. You know, you guys promised us a second season. You know, you said there was going to be a second season. You know, totally. Get ready for for 2024. So let's play. XFL played their season. USL USFL played their season. We have our championship game. They have theirs. The champions play each other. Bragging rights to go into 2025. Yeah, champion of the XFL, the champion of the USFL, play each other for a championship as bragging rights to start 2025 season. Need another season, I yeah, like like Deuce said previously. I I say I say this is this is how you decide who gets axed: the loser from the USFL, peace. The loser (laughs) from the XFL, peace. That's and it's not gonna be Orlando. That's rough, Orlando. bro. Don't say that, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't like that. But you gotta, like we gotta that, put bro. an axe, right? You gotta put an axe, right. and you play it out. You play it out, yep. and then outside of that, you just mix and mingle it because again, they don't want to create a divide. They're probably gonna call it the US or the the UXFL, something like that, and it's just gonna be a mix of teams, like. But I mean, imagine I've how awesome UFL. it would be if they split it down the middle like that. 100%. They said, you know what? 100%. Let's just do it. Let's make the divisions that, you know, break the division down into two, right? Two on each side. But there's the USFL side, XFL side, because they still have a lot of teams, for those. Though. 
That would nah. be a lot of teams. Yeah, because if you're you talking still about have 12, you'd have a lot uh, of teams in one division. Yeah, exactly. You'd have a 16 so division. So it would be really hard to that. Or no, no, you're talking about six on six on one team, six on one division, and six on the other. Is that what it would be? Yeah, because yeah, I, I think someone, yeah, yeah. So you would have three yeah. and three. It wouldn't be that bad because you would do a, you would you would do two divisions. Oh, two you're talking about like under NFC, the division. XF, yeah, yeah, yeah. NFC, you would, yeah, yeah. So you would oh, do okay, bad, two subdivisions. Right, so yeah, right. would, you would have you would you're have right. a division of three, a division of three, division of three, division of three. It should potentially it should work the way it should work, right? The best of the XFL would see the best of the USFL at the end of every season. And you would still have intermingled games throughout the season, which would be fun, right? Leave right. my damn roughnecks in Houston. <laughs> I thought Mayor endorsed them, too. I think I seen a post where the mayor endorsed the roughnecks one day, like back either in 2020 or if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Coach, you're trying to do another poll for this? Yeah, and if anything, please keep the XFL rules. That's the only yeah. thing I ask. That's really yeah. the only thing I ask. Because that yeah. made everything so much more interesting. Extra even when I'm watching football right now, NFL, like even when I'm watching the NFL season, I'm like, imagine if they could keep this ball and try for a fourth <laughs> and 15. Like, it drives me nuts that they can't. Like, wh- why an onside kick? That's pointless. Pointless. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I, I like the flip a coin it, that's a three sided coin. Like, it's pointless, <laughs> bro. It's pointless. So, I really do hope we keep the XFL rules. Uh, with that being said, man, we are at that mark. I want to say thank you all to those that have tuned in. Let me scroll through the chat real quick. Rama Babe, obviously my wife. Uh, Jersey, shouts out to Tom. Shouts out to – there's a bunch Bad. of people that stopped by, man. Uh, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Shouts out to, yeah, obviously, Matt. Uh, Matt's in the house. <laughs> shout right out to here, Scott. right there, right everywhere. Shout oh, out to everybody that tuned oh, in and gave us a little bit of time, man. Um, shout out to obviously Jared Hansen for being on the show tonight. Coach Saul, as always. Matt, he's a, he's he's a goat. He's goaded at this point. He's more than welcome any Tuesday. He has extra time. Rig Rocker, my brother, and I'm pointing the wrong way. Let's go this way, my man. I appreciate you. Um, appreciate you want to let them know anything on. before we we shut this thing down, man? Um, we so, on the chat. Yeah. So January thirteenth, uh, we're still going to hold our event uh, here in Houston for, for the uh, Houston area uh, women's center uh, against domestic violence. Uh, we're going to do just like we did in uh, St. Louis for the uh, uh, Autism Speaks. We're going to have a silent auction and, and raise money for the women's center. Uh, so come out. Hang out with us. Uh, that's January thirteenth. Uh, we're we're trying to get something together for the eleventh of November. Uh, the Predator couple, me, and we're going to try to get the uh, Houston Roughneck Tailgaters together. We're going to go to University of Houston during uh, Houston Cougars home game against Cincinnati. Uh, we're going to go around uh, with the flyer that has the uh, QR code for the petition. Uh, Try to get some more signatures on that. I've got it on my Facebook page. I've got it on my uh, Instagram, uh, on my Twitter. Go on there, sign it, uh, share it. Get as many signatures on there as we can. Uh, you know, we we're making noise with it. It's being noticed, but you know, we need to be louder. The more, the merrier, um, baby. So yeah. please, please go on there, uh, sign it, share it, get other people to sign it. 
try and do what we can on our end to, to make the noise to, you know, so that they know we're here. Um, Keep rough next life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a big thing that we got going on. Uh, like I said, the January 13th event, uh, you guys come to Houston, Matt, fly them down here. <laughs> you know, I got you. Y'all come down to Houston, hang out with us, have a good time. Uh, got like I said we'll have a silent auction we got a lot of good stuff going on with that uh getting donations for that um and all that all the proceeds for that will go to the women's center and to help them out and uh other than that I mean and just please sign that petition help us out make make some noise help us make noise just a Mm -hmm. just a side thing a reminder we'll be putting that poll out today um, we'll let the voting go on until next Tuesday on our next episode. And um, I'll have uh, another poll ready for us, but we'll go over the poll results. But again, remember, we're going to be going at the polls about do we want to renovate? Do we want to stay or do we want to relocate camping world? Uh, I'd like to hear y'all's thoughts on that. Um, and please come to the next episode. So if you voted to relocate, explain why. If you voted to renovate, explain why. If you voted to stay in Camping World and let's just vibe out and chill, explain to us. Let us know what y'all felt. What was y'all's experience? Because we want to hear it because I know we all had great times and experiences while we were there. Um, It's going to be even crazier next year because now we all know each other and our tailgate is going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Lot two, baby. Just wait for it. With that being said, embrace the neon. Your friends at the Neon Green Lights want to thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to turn on that notification so you don't miss an episode. (laughs) Embrace the neon.